Scandalous news out of our solar system today as NASA has confirmed what many already assume to be true, the Earth is dating the Moon. Hear how long the two have been keeping their relationship a secret and why they decided to finally make it official. From the Onion & Onion Public Radio, I'm Leslie Price and this is The Topical. Love may be a funny thing, but the news sure as hell isn't, so get serious and stay with us. Space. Love it or hate it, there's no denying that NASA made a very important announcement about our solar system in a press conference earlier today. Take a listen. Ladies and gentlemen, after years of research by hundreds of dedicated scientists, we at the National Aeronautics and Space Administration can now officially confirm, based on our findings today, that the Earth is dating the moon. For more on this exciting discovery, we're joined now by OPR Scientific Relationship Correspondent Rebecca Neal. Thanks for joining us, Rebecca. Of course, Leslie. Now, Rebecca, I've been hearing rumors of these two canoodling for quite some time, but for NASA to finally confirm it like this, I mean, this is huge. But take us back to the beginning. How did these two intergalactic lovebirds first meet? Well, Leslie, according to scientists, the Earth and the Moon have been in each other's orbits for quite some time, about four and a half billion years, in fact. And even though there was a mutual chemistry at the time, they remained just friends, the moon wanted to keep its distance, given Earth's tumultuous on-again-off-again relationship to Venus. Yes, and we all know how that ended. Yes, and after suffering such a massive heartbreak, the moon was there for Earth as a shoulder to cry on, which led to the two of them spending more and more time together. Mm. One thing led to another, and, well... Here we are. Man, I always knew something was going on between those two. Now you're not alone in thinking that, Leslie. Everyone knew something was up given how much time they were spending together. And how quickly did their relationship progress? Did they take things slow or rush right into them? Well, everyone knows that the Earth is notoriously guarded when it comes to its privacy, but thanks to the astronomers working on the Hubble Space Telescope, NASA was able to ascertain that the two planets were casually hooking up for a while before they actually became exclusive. Ooh. And by this point, they're virtually inseparable. I mean, their lives practically revolve around each other. And how do researchers feel about the long-term prospects for their relationship? Is this going to last, or is this just another fling like when Neptune got the Big Dipper pregnant? I actually spoke to Thomas Danes from NASA's Ames Research Center, who's been using gamma-ray technology to monitor the situation, and here's what he had to say about it. Like any long-distance relationship, there's going to be challenges. 238,000 miles is no small trek, so communication is going to be key between these two as is respecting each other's planetary boundaries and fostering a positive atmosphere in their relationship. And so how would you say their relationship compares to others in the galaxy? What we do know is their relationship is nothing like Jupiter's, who's been in a polyamorous relationship with all of its moons for years now. Earth could never do that given its traditional ideas of commitment, much like Mercury and Uranus. The Earth is more of what you would call a serial monogamist. Oh, it must be difficult then for the Earth to accommodate the Moon's late-night, hard-partying schedule, no? Certainly. It's committed to making things work, though, seeing as it's getting up there in age and doesn't want to end up an old spinster like Venus. Furthermore, it's a fair trade-off for the Earth, given that the Moon has to learn to accept the Earth's close relationship to the Sun, which, although intimate, is still platonic. Or at least that's what the Earth maintains. And have any significant problems arisen thus far, or are they still on their honeymoon period? Well, for one, there's the age difference, and on top of that, there's reports that Earth can find the Moon to be pretty clingy. Hmm. On the other hand, NASA confirmed that the Moon can find the Earth to be a bit controlling sometimes, especially when it comes to its tides. Well, compromise is the key to any healthy celestial relationship, and I, for one, look forward to seeing this lovely new couple soon. And you will, Leslie. They're rumored to make their first public appearance this December, 
summer during a solar eclipse. Can't wait. Thanks for joining us, Rebecca. My pleasure. That's OPR's Rebecca Neal. Up next, I forgot to do my daily Duolingo this morning, so I'll be brushing up on my Spanish. Back in a momento. Do you ever wonder how celebrities order food? Like, is Sarah Paulson a Diet Coke or a regular Coke girly? <laughs> Some peasant Coke? No. Or how does Sofia Vergara order a pizza? No, no, no tomatoes. I cannot eat tomatoes. No tomatoes? Yes. Are you killed mushrooms? Not really. Okay. <laughs> if these are the details you need, and I know you do, I have the podcast for you. I'm Jesse Tyler Ferguson, and on my podcast, Dinners on Me, I take some notable friends of mine out to dinners in Los Angeles and New York City. Listen wherever you get your podcasts. That thing was delicious. Bienvenida de vuelta. Probablemente estoy diciendo esto incorrectamente. Porque he estado ignorando mis notificaciones de Duolingo durante un mes. Okay, dos mes. Anyway, aquí hay algunas noticiones. Uh, Noticeries? Uh, here's what else you need to know today. President Donald Trump is the only one refusing to accept the 2020 election results, as a new report out today has found that over 70% of Republicans believe the election hasn't even happened yet. A majority of GOP voters are expressing concern over the fact that most major news networks are already calling the presidency for Joe Biden, despite there being as many as 150 million ballots that not only remain uncounted, but also have yet to even be cast. The report also found that an additional 80% of conservatives polled refused to acknowledge that Biden was ever a presidential candidate at all. While the fall of our democracy may feel imminent, there is at least some good news to report in the fight against COVID-19. Following successful clinical trials, Pfizer today has announced that the first batch of coronavirus vaccine will be a collector's edition limited to just 2,000 doses. Pfizer CEO Albert Borla is touting the new COVID-19 Platinum Edition vaccine as a, quote, must-have for all true vaccinophiles that will only increase in rarity for years to come. And it can be yours for just 4000 Sounds like the perfect addition to any vaccine buff's collection. And finally, if you're looking to get a jump start on your holiday shopping, Fisher Price is the perfect gift for any youngsters in your life, unveiling today their new ventilator toy set for the upcoming holiday season. Kids can be so cute at that age, always wanting to imitate the grown-ups. I'm sure those ventilators will be flying off the shelves even faster than the real thing. And that's it for The Topical Today. I'm Leslie Price. The news doesn't stop just because this podcast has. Hell, this podcast doesn't stop just because this podcast has. Because now you can sign up to become a member of The Topical's Patreon, where for as little as $5 a month, you'll get access to all kinds of exclusive news content that's even available outside of our normal podcasting hours. You can also like and subscribe to The Topical wherever you get your podcasts. And don't forget to tune in to tomorrow's episode of The Topical for a conversation with the popular rapper Wiz Khalifa who explains why he's just too far into his career to start rhyming now. You won't want to miss it. We'll see you next time. Or should I say, au revoir? Fuck, I'm bad at this.